This is a Beggy Sisa podcast. Welcome to this edition of the Beggy Sisa Center for Health Journalism's podcasts. I'm Mia Malan. Babies do better when fed on breast milk. That's the advice of the World Health Organization and the South African government. But what if there's none available? Well, then it's suggested that donated breast milk be used instead. Our reporter Gavin Fisher has been finding out what makes breast milk such an important substance and hearing the stories of those it has helped at a centre in Durban. Jonah decides to obey. God asked Jonah to do a job. Jonah did not want to do it. He ran away from God. It's story time in the Fundalinda household. Today it's Jonah and the whale. Dad Ethan's focus is on the words, but you sense two-year-old Ava prefers the pictures. What's that? Big fishy. The family scene is completed by Ethan's wife, Roxy. She smiles encouragingly, and Ava's twin brother, Ellie, looks on silently. He buries his head in his dad's shirt. Ethan and Roxy live in Krugersdorp, near Johannesburg. They're in the process of adopting the twins, who they first met at the Itembaletu Center in Durban. The couple was staying at the center, helping to look after other children when Ellie and Ava arrived. We were told a couple of weeks prior that they were coming and they were still in hospital malnourished. And when they arrived, they were these tiny little tots that were weighing in at like three kgs at the age of four months, almost like newborn babies. The twins had been abandoned at three months old by their birth mum. They were left in the care of a neighbour and eventually admitted to hospital. As Roxy explains, they showed little signs of improvement until one thing changed their lives. So as soon as they arrived, we put them on the donor milk and within a month they had doubled in weight. Because Eli was very sickly, he stayed on it for a little bit longer. He's now so (laughs) chubby and healthy. (laughs) No problems now, yeah. It's a hot, clear morning at the Itembaletu Centre in Durban. In the dappled light of overhanging trees, the centre's staff and live-in parents sit in a circle, their voices joined in praise. Everyone's lost in the song, except the children, who squirm on their laps. While the impact breast milk had on Ellie and Ava is impressive, it is very much the norm at the centre, who feed it to all the babies that stay there. The new study, published in the International Breastfeeding Journal, presented the cases of seven of these children, including Ellie. The study was led by lactation consultant and researcher Penny Rymers, who herself ran the milk bank for 10 years. When we started running the milk bank, we didn't keep very good records. And so what we're doing now is making sure that all those records are kept meticulously so that we can actually document exactly the difference that donor milk is making in these babies' lives. And we've The case studies show marked improvements in conditions like gastroenteritis, eczema and scabies. Children with HIV and TB also showed clear signs of improved immune response. Penny says this matches with the well-documented healing powers of human breast milk over formula replacement milk. 
Breast milk is actually a living substance that has immune properties in. And of course, with these HIV babies, that's critical. In fact, it's so important that the World Health Organization has actually recommended that HIV-positive moms who now are on medication breastfeed their own babies because those babies do so much better on breast milk than they do on formula. The study isn't perfect. Its scientific significance is limited by the fact that meticulous records were not always available. This means much of the information found in the cases was based on observations of staff at the centre and the growth charts, which make it difficult to prove cause and effect. But the study does offer some unique insight. As few babies are fed on donor milk beyond the newborn stage, access to case studies of infants and toddlers is rare. So, Itembaletu offers a real opportunity to better understand the impact it has on them. We have noticed the remarkable difference that breast milk makes. Um, Jewel Gibson uh, runs the donation bank at Itembaletu. She says when the centre started almost 20 years ago, it was just a children's home, as they didn't fully understand the power of breast milk. That was until the founder, renowned health scientist Anna Kutsidis, took a chance. There was one particular baby who constantly had diarrhea, who was covered in eczema. And Anna had a friend who had just had a baby and she asked the friend, please, we just want to see how this is going to help this baby. And within days, this baby's life was completely turned upside down. I should say right side up. (laughs) In total... Itembaletu has helped over 100 children be adopted or returned to their families. Jewel swells with pride talking about them and all the people who made it possible. But she keeps her most earnest thanks to the moms who donated their milk. I don't think they have any idea of how their breast milk, the effort that they go through, the sacrifice they make, how that is unbelievable to impact the lives of the babies. So... Thank you, thank you, thank you to the donor moms out there. This sentiment is shared by Ethan van der Linde, who knows little Ellie's life was changed by those who chose to donate. The donor milk helped a lot, and even the doctors in that said it's the best thing he could have been on to get him through and growing healthier. And for anybody else that's having their own children, if you can, breast milk is best, and then if you've got surplus, donate. It's, it's really an amazing cause. The beautiful singing of the staff at Itemba Letu in Durban, ending that report voiced by Masecho Rachlacha. The interviews and scripts were done by Gavin Fisher, and Darren Taylor handled the sound editing and mixing. The full study in this report was published in the International Breastfeeding Journal and is available on their website. A big thank you for listening to this Begacisa podcast. We regularly upload new podcasts and interviews on SoundCloud, so if you're not following us, now's a great time to do so. Our account name is Begacisa, Centre for Health Journalism. You can also follow us on Twitter on at Begacisa underscore MG. Until next time, it's goodbye from me, Mia Malan.